to the NC podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I am the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property investors to come and build a profitable property portfolio that completely aligns with their goals. How are you doing this week? I hope you're all doing really, really well. I've had a really interesting week this week. Um, At the time of recording this podcast, I just found out that I won a Teaching Excellence Award for Innovation, which um, was uh, voted for by my students and my colleagues. How nice is that? I saw it on social media and then I was receiving a flurry of emails and I'd not seen the confirmation email that had come through from the university that I'd won it. And so I was kind of emailing people back saying, how do you know about this? Where, Where was the announcement? And the announcement was on a really early morning for me meeting uh, that I had not been at. So from that point of view, um, I was like, I was shocked. I didn't even know that the nominations were going on. I think they'd happened a while ago. So I'm so excited. I won it last year as well. Wasn't expecting to win it again. I was shortlisted for so many different awards. Oh, how nice. How nice. Usually, I have to be honest with you, usually I would never I wouldn't put myself forward for an award, not because I play small, but just because sometimes I really am not interested in being judged on things because usually when you put yourself forward for an award, someone will judge you based upon what they see of you on the outside, not the fact that they followed you over a number of years, watch how you've built your career. Um, I, I remember last year I was being judged on, I think maybe a woman of the future award. And they said that I hadn't got enough experience. So I was like, uh, compared to who? I run my own business. I'm a university lecturer. I help so many people in the property industry. I do all of the mental health ambassador work that I do. I reach out and connect people. What what other experience do you need? What you want me to be 10 years old or what have you? Um, so I don't take it personally, but jumping over hoops and submitting all of the stuff that I do on a daily basis to then be told that I don't have enough experience is a bit like, say what now? You don't think I have enough experience when, uh, look, at how I created my career. Um, And that's not even being egotistical, that's having confidence in my own ability and skills for what I know and what I do. So when I have no idea that I've been nominated for an award or anybody has done anything and that just happens without my input, I'm like blown away by it. Uh, ah. So thank you everybody who nominated me, who said amazing things who gets in contact with me via social media to tell me that the content that they read is um, awesome. I know that the university also received some emails from non-students saying we like what your tutor is putting out. So how cool. Thank you. I don't know who you are, who nominated me. I don't know actually what you said in detail because they abridge all of the comments, but Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You made my Wednesday. I was just ah, so excited. I was having a, uh, uh, a long day yesterday and then to get that through, I was like, hell yes, thanks. I like being recognized for this sort of stuff. It's cool. It makes me like smiley and happy. <laughs> so um, yeah, I didn't know what the award was actually when I, I did it. So I text Chris, I was like, I think I've won an award for something. And he was like, 
what what for? I was like, I don't know. He said, well, we're just for the moment search you're being awesome award, but yeah, it's an award for innovation. So I was really happy with that. Thank you. What I wanted to talk to you about today was something that actually I don't know whether I wanted to really voice this, but I think it's a good idea that I do because over the last few weeks, I've been in some really difficult situations, which when I get angry about it, people shoot me down as if to say, you shouldn't be angry. And I want to voice this because quite frankly, I then feel guilt over being angry. Looking back on it now, I should be angry about the situations that have happened. And this is why I'm frustrated. So I'm gonna just air it on my podcast. Why not? This is my space to talk about it. So I don't think this was the starting thing that happened, but it was certainly the catalyst for me to be like, ah, what, what the hell? Like seriously, listen to me when I speak because I know if I say something that has to go. So this story, I did put it on, um, I did put it on my Facebook group. So excuse me if you've heard this before, I didn't post it anywhere else because I was a bit like, should I be angry over this? Should I not be angry over this? Do I need to take a chill pill and step back? I got loads of different advice on it. Um, really, I should have just trusted my gut from the start, but I didn't. And the story was that um, two Thursdays ago, a guest in one of my service accommodations texted me and say, hey, Natasha, there's a really loud noise coming from your sink. And so could you get, could you arrange for the plumber to come out and have a look at it? And I said, sure. Do you want them to come out now? Or do you want them to come out when you check out tomorrow? And he was like, do you know what? We don't need it tonight. Get them in when you check out tomorrow. Perfectly fine. The next morning, my plumber goes in after they check out. He starts tampering around with my, um, do whatever he does, fix my pipe work. And that was fine. Perfect. Like, great. He's in the middle of doing the job. I needed new taps on that sink. Um, so he said, look, um, I'm going to have to change those tomorrow because I haven't got spare taps on me. I had more guests checking in. That was fine. He left the apartment and went outside and um, spoke to the decorator who was painting the common parts and then left. A couple of hours later, I get an email from the leaseholder who owns the flat upstairs. And he says, hi, Natasha, just so you know, there's loud noises coming from the pipework in your flat. My decorator just let me know. I understand your plumber went in, but apparently he's left without fixing the problem. Can I go in and have a look? I send an email back. No, we're getting it sorted. Please do not go in and have a look. My plumber's coming back in the morning. There we go. I had done it. I had sorted it out. There was no reason for what happened next to happen. And please note that in this email, I'd categorically said, do not go into my flat. So have a guess about what happened. The next morning, okay, that Friday night, I had my girlfriends over. We were having a good time, some wine. So the next morning I was not in the mood for the 6 a.m. phone call that I'd got from my plumber saying, Natasha, your guests won't let me in because apparently a plumber has already come. So I was like, what? Why would a plumber have already come? You are my plumber. I don't instruct anybody else. Open up my emails to find that the leaseholder upstairs had decided just outside of my email 
to go into my flat with his plumber and turn off the water supply to the basin in my sink so that my guests didn't have water. Oh, the guy is a joke. And then he invoiced me for his plumber's work. So I had an invoice in my inbox as well. Now, I was feeling slightly worse for wear that morning, to put it politely, and I was laying in bed thinking, what the hell? I specifically said something, and you have gone behind my back and done it anyway. And then I was thinking to myself, how the hell did you get into my flat? There's no keys that I leave in the lockbox, and that guy's certainly not got the lockbox code. How did he get in? So... I was trying to get in contact with the guests and they weren't responding. They, they weren't getting back to me. So I simply asked the question, when I said don't go into my flat, what made you make the decision to go in and turn off the water to my taps? And he said, well, your guests let me in. It was fine. Um, and I said, I said, no, I'd said, no. Why do you feel like you have to go in? And um, he, he said, I'm not apologizing to you, Natasha. You could have flooded the whole building. No, I couldn't. The plumber had already been there. Um, and there was no danger of these, t these pipes exploding. There was no danger. He would just been a busybody wanting to go in there, solve problems based upon hearsay from his own decorator. That was the long and short of it. Um, and I was mad. And then... <laughs> The plumber got in contact with me, his plumber, and said, Natasha, don't have a go at Chris. He did the right thing. Mate, you trespassed into my flat. Why would you get in contact with me and say to me, Natasha, you're in the wrong for having a go at him. I categorically said no. You've both made the decision to trespass into my flat and cause me damage. That's the long and short of the story. But because I've had a go, you've both of you ganged up on me, these two men who think that they know better, and said, actually, Natasha, do you know what? You're in the wrong. Even though it's my property, my flat, I pay the bills there. So the next stage that happened, because I had kind of backed off, I was like, whew, take a breather. Because whilst I was angry, I'm never good at responding to people whilst I'm angry because you get this, like this this anger that's not as calm and collected as I'm being right now. You get the Natasha who's like throwing stuff around her flat because I'm thinking, how, why would you, what, why would you make that decision? And it purely was, they just thought they knew best. But then I finally got in contact with the guests who were trying to claim compensation for me because they'd been harassed and intimidated to get into my flat. Apparently, this, this other guy had gone, knocked on the door, knocked on the door, and they didn't answer the door. A couple of times later, they opened the door, and he went, um, there's a problem with your sink. We need to come in here and cut off the supply. Natasha's given us authorization. So not only have they gone against what I've said, they've also pretended like I've given them some sort of authorization. So I had to pay compensation on it. And then the plumber has the audacity that, um, to then start chasing me for the invoice payment. <sighs> so things weren't going that well. I got on the phone with my solicitor and I was like, hey, can you please just give me a little bit of advice? Um, and for those of you who've listened to previous podcasts and you've seen that the sheet has been on it, we can have these honest conversations. And I was like, I'm really seething. I'm seething because they've done something where I've said no. 
They won't apologize for it, but also they've told me I'm in the wrong for being angry. And she said to me, all right, chill, you are in the right. Don't think that they've done anything right. They are in the right. She said, but just take a step back and we'll deal with this from a really calm place. And so we, th- we went over it, went over the emails. Um, I just told her what it, what it was. It was kind of, you know, this, this is what happened. And she was like, okay, well, firstly, you're not paying the, the plumber's invoice. You didn't instruct them. You've not given them permission to go into the flat. You go back to that plumber and say, hey, you go, you go, and, you go and get the money from the person that's instructed you. So I did that because I don't know this guy. He's got my details from the other leaseholder. I said to him, dear, whatever your name is, I'm not about to out him. Um, go and collect them, collect the money from whoever's instructed you. I didn't give you permission to go into my flat. I never gave you permission to rack up a bill in my name. I don't know you. And he sent me back the nastiest email. He said, ha, 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 some sort of property manager you think you are. I've checked out your website. Definitely not what you what you're, uh, live up to. It's like, who the bloody hell are you to tell me that? You trespassed in my flat. You're in the wrong and you're still sending my abuse my way. Um, and then I went back to the uh, leaseholder upstairs and I was like, hey, here's how much it's cost me to sort out your damage. Here's the conversation that I've had from those guests that are staying. Um, I would like the compensation back. And he sent me an email back saying, Natasha, I'd do it again. What? Who are you? Who are you? Like, who does that? So this whole situation has now been rectified, right? But looking back on it, I, my reaction to it was fine. In the end, it was fine. What I'm frustrated about is that other people thought that they had a right to be angry at me for being angry when you've specifically gone behind my back and done something else. Now, in the grand scheme of things, as um, a, a property investor, as running my own business, I come across this all the time. But what I am fed up with is people doing stuff that's wrong and then wondering why I'm angry about it. Because if you don't do what you say you're going to do, I have a right to be like, what the hell? Why would you do that? The same as I had a plumber this week who went into one of my apartments. I'd arranged for him to go in. He'd got to the door, forgotten his phone. um, And there wasn't the key in the lockbox because I have lockboxes outside all of my properties. Rather than knocking on the door and getting the tenant to let him in, he'd gone oh, well, I don't have a phone to phone Natasha to call the tenants. Obviously didn't have a hand or whatever to knock at the door. I don't know what decision. So instead, after three days of negotiating on a time, just decided to walk away from the door. Again, what? what? Why weren't you thinking? Why don't you think with your brain to just knock on the door? Why don't you, I don't know, Put your phone in your van. I, I don't know. I can't stop someone from, not, from, you know, you forget your phone. We all forget our phone. But surely in that, in that situation, logic prevails that you just knock on the door. If I've arranged it with a tenant, just knock on the door. And when I said that, he was like, well, it's not my fault. I forgot my phone. You should have made sure that there were keys in the lockbox. 
but mate, you now have to go back out and make another journey to my, my flat when you could have just done it there and then. And this is what I'm starting to um, wor- wonder about. I'm frustrated because I'm allowed to be angry if someone doesn't live up to what, they, what I've said to them, right? I completely get it. You can be ill. You can have these, you can not, you, you know, things happen. I completely get that. But if you don't let me know what's going on or you don't use common sense when you're doing things and then you try and make an excuse to me and I'm annoyed about it, you cannot then be angry at me for being annoyed or angry. And I don't know what this pattern is at the moment. And it's like that, for example, I've just had the same with my wedding dress. They lost my wedding dress for three weeks. And just before I recorded this podcast, they were on the phone to me saying, Natasha, well, we want to just send you out the wedding dress. And I said, no, but we need to get it altered. Well, we don't have the time unless you come in immediately this afternoon. I was like, well, why are you telling me off for this when I've always done things in the right way? Now, I'm the sort of person who if, if I've done something, I hold my hands up. I hold my hands up and like, I'm really sorry. I've either messed up or this hasn't gone right. Very honest about my shortcomings or very honest about the fact that if I can't do something or something's gone wrong, I'll be like, hey, look, this is about to happen. I'm going to sort it in whichever way I can. Leave it with me. But I just want to let you know that X, Y, and Z is happening. And often that's the best way of dealing with it because quite frankly, that's honest. That's what we have to be in this industry. Whereas to not allow people to be angry with you when you do something wrong and you try and cover it up, that can't be the norm. That cannot be the norm. And and so the guilt that I then feel about being angry because I'm now getting confrontational text messages, I'm getting confrontational emails, and I kind of feel like a bit on edge. Really, all I want is a, I'm sorry, I messed up. That's, that's all I want. But I wonder if it's because I'm very good at internalizing things. I think to myself, well, I wouldn't do that. So why, what gives you the audacity to do that as well? And then I realize that some people just aren't, aren't like that. So how do we handle that? How do I handle that? And that's been something that I've really been questioning with myself because I'm very good at getting things to go round in my mind and I think about things and I worry about things because I hate confrontation. I really do hate confrontation. I'd rather not send an angry email if I can help it. I'd always try and send the diplomatic email. Um, but that's not always the case. I can't always do that. Otherwise, I'd get walked all over. You know that. If I, every time something went wrong, I'm just like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry, I'll sort out the problem. Um, when actually I'm like, bloody hell, this is going to cost me so much money. I would get, they would be like, oh, well, we can just do it again. Whereas I have to be assertive sometimes to make sure that that doesn't happen again. But then to get the, um, to get that then animosity back. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I only get it back from men. So I don't know what goes on there. And I'm not saying this is all men because I have some great working relationships with men. I've got loads of guys in my life who are just, you know, so good and so honest and so transparent. But it seems to be that if a man 
in that situation who's done something wrong and can't admit to it. If they don't admit to it first time, then they make it out like it's my fault and I shouldn't be getting angry. Well, I am allowed to get angry. And there are things that really wind me up. I am allowed to voice that because if I don't voice it, not screaming, shouting, swearing, I don't think I would get anything back. I'd have to sort everything out myself. And that takes weeks days hours of my time and my time is precious too and maybe that's also what it is that other people have no value with other people's time and they think do you know what I'll just do something to get my own way and it works out better for me who cares about that other person and that's not cool that's really not cool as someone who prides herself in working hard for my clients for people I want to work with for someone who's honest transparent regardless of what happens you know I could I could do something I don't I don't know what have I done sometimes there's been things that that I think oh crikey I did not deal with that in the right way and I hold my hands up there had been times perhaps when I was uh actually usually I would do something a bit um maybe miscalculate service charges when I was a young surveyor and we'd send out the service charges and I'd be like, oh no, we've overcharged or we've undercharged or, but I'd always held my hand up. I'd be first on the phone to the tenants, first on the phone to the landlord so that no one else finds that mistake. I've seen the mistake and I've rectified it. That way they know that I've seen it. They know that I'm rectifying it. The trust still stands because I've held my hands up and I've been honest. I don't understand why other people can't do that, especially in business. I don't, I, I don't. And I know you might be listening. You're like, hey, Natasha, facts of life. Not everybody is going to operate the same way that you are. I know, but I'm allowed to be angry when that doesn't happen if that's a standard that I hold for myself and my business. I simply expect people to either, if I say, no, you can't go into my flat, just don't go into my flat. Simple as, nothing ever has to come of that. Nothing ever has to come of that. And there never has to be that bitter uh, relationship that goes forward. Although I'm not particularly bitter about it anymore because I have to have that working relationship with the other leaseholder because we've got to work together in order to um, work with the managing agent, the freeholder. I get that side of business as well, that sometimes you have to park things, but that's harder to do if the other person isn't willing to do that. So I guess this podcast is actually, whilst it's a good place for me to vent, And it's a good place for me to say, I actually don't have the answers to this because I still see things, feel angry. um, And feel angry and like quite annoyed by the audacity of it. Another thing actually that's happened over the last couple of weeks, um, a, a male colleague got in contact with me and asked me to ghost write for him. What? Why? Why wouldn't you want to put my name on it? If you want my information, why wouldn't you put my name on it? Oh, because I want to be seen as the expert in this. Well, I am the expert in that. That's why you're asking me to write it. So if you want to be the expert, go out and do the research. And then he said to me, you'll have to watch your back, Natasha. Why? I'm the expert. I am the expert. and You want to have my writing because you've seen it on my blog? No. Why, why is that normal? And you uh, think I should watch my back because I've said no, but you can have it if you reference me? Come on. 
sometimes we have to think about other people. And if I say no, if I've put boundaries down, you have to accept my boundaries, not keep trying to push me to get more out of me. And that's another thing that we have to think about. And I know it happens in this industry. I've seen it. And so I guess the other thing that I'm trying to say is if this happens to you, it happens to me as well. And I try and be assertive about it. And quite frankly, I stand my ground. So I won't ever pay anything extra for something. If someone else needs to pay for something because of their mistake, they pay for it. I'm not, I don't fold that far. If someone wants my work and they don't credit me for it, I am going to make a song and dance about that until you put my name there. Because... I have worked for years to get the knowledge that I have. I'm still researching every single day. I mean, I said to, I said to the, uh, the guy that did, said that to me, I said, okay, right, so you want, you want to write, write a reply to a Guardian article. Well, what happens if then the BBC pick that up and they want you to go on as an interview? You're going to be on the phone to me? How strange does that look? You, a 50-something-year-old guy on the phone to me, a younger lady who you're copying the information off of. And I could feed you anything at that point and you'd be live on TV. Oh, exactly. Go out and do your own work if you want to be recognized as the expert. You can't be an expert in something and not know anything. Eventually, someone's going to find you out for that. So it happens. These things happen and it makes me angry and I'm frustrated that I'm not allowed to be angry or at least other people don't feel that I should be allowed to be angry. When actually, if you do something wrong, you mess up, you should expect that there's going to be that little bit of friction coming back from the other side. I would expect that. I always would feel that if there's something, oh, actually, I need to change this or I need to tell you something about that. I'm going to expect that. And then I just deal that with that in an empathetic way. I'm like, I get why you feel like this. Here's how I'm going to sort it out. That's all that needs to happen. And that doesn't. So can I implore from this podcast for you to think about this and if you have any suggestions with me for me about how to deal with my anger or how to deal with these situations I'd love to hear it at this point because and um, there's been so so many of these situations that I've not spoken about that have happened and I'm not going to go into a rant for the next hour or so I want to I've, I'm here to tell you this happens to me I'm angry I feel guilt over being angry being angry when people say well actually do you have a right to be angry and I also feel frustrated that I'm made to feel guilty and that doesn't mean that I fold doesn't mean that I bend over it simply means that I'm angry but then I soften up in my response and I don't know whether that's the right thing to do so this is me sharing being honest about the fact that I've been frustrated over the last couple of weeks and this has been what's happened so if you've got my Twitter or at Natasha C. Collins or my Instagram, which is at Natasha C. Collins or you're in my Facebook group or you'll follow my newsletter or you're on my blog, please let me know what you do in this situation. If it's just me or that's happening to other people. And I don't want to single men out because men, I'm sure that that happens for other guys. It's just in my experience, I've only ever had this from men um, and it's not every man either, but it's just becoming too many occurrences of this have happened over the last couple of weeks for me to be like oh I'll just let that go because now it's so many happening well over the last two weeks that's happened in you know and it keeps it keeps getting bigger and on a daily basis I'm like what am I going to deal with today I think everything should be honest and trustworthy I really unopened I think you should hold your hand up to things 
It's okay to say sorry if you know how to solve a problem. And I know we're all scared of saying sorry because, oh, what happens if someone else sues me? I doubt somebody else is going to sue you if you apologize and try and fix your mistake. I highly doubt it. And if they do, that's something about them rather than you because you can go and solve it. So there we have it. The introduction to this discussion because I'm not sure how to finish this. I, I haven't finished it. I haven't given you a solution, but I'm telling you what's happened. And if you can relate, please let me know so that I don't feel like I'm over here in my head um, having to handle this and not quite sure what to do. Um, and as I said, I don't pay for the stuff I shouldn't be paying for. I don't give people my work and them not quote me for it. I don't do it, but I'm angry that I've been asked for that. So let me know. So it's not really a happy positive podcast, more of me <laughs> um, ranting about what's just happened. But I think I have to share because there's high points and there's low points. And this is certainly something that um, has happened uh, more routinely. And I need to know how we deal with this because I want to make sure that I just put one email back and that's it. I don't have to deal with the ridiculous email that I get back after that or the ridiculous text message or the ridiculous phone call because I'm not always able to be there in person and I'm sure as hell know that if I was there in person saying that to you you're not going to come back with some of the stuff that you'd happily put in email or in text but then it's a record strange right really strange so I guess the key takeaway is if you do something wrong say sorry and how you're going to fix it Expect the other person to be angry if that's what happens, but act with, in an empathetic way because, you know, you've done something wrong. I definitely hold my hands up and I'm allowed to be angry. I am. That's a fact of life. I have anger as an emotion and it's frustrating that I'm made to feel guilty for being angry, but I'm learning how to deal with that. So there we have it today's podcast <laughs> if you have any comments on this please let me know I would I honestly would love to hear from you um in fact email me directly natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk I would love to know how you feel about this and what you, what you do about it I am so intrigued any way that I can improve myself from this I mean fabulous <laughs> If you want to find out any more about me, head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk. Uh, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast. Normal service will resume next week. I'm sure I just wanted to share this with you this week. Have a good week, everybody. I can't wait to catch up with you again soon.